Chapter 36. Our brightest blazes are often kindled by unexpected sparks. Isaiah. Back in the borough with Michaela's mischief, it seems I'm getting more and more respect, especially after I orchestrate what I call Operation Acorn. One night, on our daily food run into the Brophy's house, I tell everybody to bring along as many acorns as they can carry. We haul them up to the countertops and chuck them like cannonballs at all the mousetraps we can see down below. The spring-loaded traps leap across the kitchen floor like crazy once we trip them with our nut bombardment. When the brophies rush into the kitchen to see what's causing such a ruckus, I use the diversion to launch a sneak attack on their dining room table. We dash across the abandoned plates, all of them heaped with food, and grab everything we can carry, in our paws as well as a pair of napkin sacks. The next night, we grab a whole bag of Doritos, nacho cheese naturally, we find hidden in Dwayne's room. We have to rip the bag open with our teeth and carry the cheesy triangles one by one down the sink pipe hole. But it's a fun food run. We sing songs as we carry our cargo back to the burrow. I only wish Michaela was with us. Perhaps she would have joined in on the chorus. Then there's the trick I accidentally played on Mrs. Brophy. I don't want to go into details, but suffice it to say, it involved a bowl of chocolate-covered raisins and the fact that mouse droppings look a lot like chocolate-covered raisins. You could be a good leader, James the Wise tells me. We know that you are different from all the other mice in our mischief, but your differences give you certain advantages. Inventiveness, resourcefulness, blueness, cracks Gabriel. We all laugh. I am, after all, what James the Wise calls a team player. This sort of good-natured ribbing is quite common in families, and when it comes to my adoptive family, I'm quite willing to do anything and everything that needs to be done, except talk about my past. That's personal and very, very private. Chapter 37. Silence is golden, old mice are gray. One night, James the Wise and the Council of Elders summon me to their high chamber. It's time for my knees to start knocking together. The summons is very official-looking, scary even, but not as scary as the chamber where the elders are staring at me stonily. Why do the elders want to talk to me, I wonder? Did I do something wrong? Have they decided to kick me out of their mischief? It is back to licking the bottoms of garbage can barrels for me? What if I never see Michaela again? Isaiah the Blue, booms one of the elders. Step forward. And hear your fate. I do as I am told. I step forward to hear my fate, which, by the way, is a very ominous thing for an elderly mouse to tell you. And by ominous, I mean not good. They're going to kick me out. I just know it. I'll be living in the gutter again. James the Wise rises from his throne at the far end of the chamber. Isaiah. His voice is strong and firm. We, the elders of the Brophy Mischief, have taken a vote. Our verdict was unanimous. Yep, here it comes. The old heave-ho. You, Isaiah the Brave, are henceforth and forth with hereby to be known now and forevermore as, I close my eyes, a true son of this mischief. I gulp a little. They're not kicking me out. They're officially adopting me. I feel a huge surge of relief and happiness that I'm not being kicked out of the mischief. They like me. And maybe this could prove to Michaela that we can be accepted even if we are a little different, especially by our own family. Family. My joy is dimmed by what I need to say now. Thank you for this high honor, elders, I say, bowing my head. But I already have a family. Would you care to tell us about them? A gray mouse named Griswold quickly asks. He's rubbing his paws together like he's eager to hear my story so he can blab about it to all his friends. No, sir, not really. We're all quite curious, adds an ancient mouse with a very toothy smile. Her name is Grundle. 
She's lost all her whiskers and wears dark spectacles made out of discarded vanilla extract bottles. In our family, says Grundle, we don't have any secrets. Tell us, Isaiah, what made you so different? What made you so, so blue? My heart was sinking. Did they really want me for me or the amusement of having a strange blue mouse to tell tales about? I wasn't ready to share my painful past, especially to these old gossips. Before I can speak up, James the Wise raises his paw. Enough, he commands. We all have secrets, Grundle. For instance, I know these aren't your real teeth. Those are two pieces of human chewing gum. Chicklets, I believe they're called. Grundle quickly covers her mouth. So do all the other, all the elders to, stif to stifle their giggles. If or when Isaiah is ready to tell us about his past, James the Wise continues, he will tell us. For now, Isaiah the Brave, you are an honorary member, sorry, an honorary son of the Brophy Mischief. Welcome to your new family. I feel honored and a little lonely too. All this talk about a new family is making me miss Abe and Winnie and my 94 other brothers and sisters even more. It's been so long since the day I escaped. I've even given up on remarking my scent trail. Maybe Benji will never plan another breakout. Maybe I'll never see my old family again. <laughs>